folding pocket. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Ami Charlize's Private Story with me, Ami Charlize. I'm so excited to have a place where I can share more about my life than ever before, spill some tea with you guys and also take you along on this crazy ride that is my life. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm a 16-year-old content creator with a passion for all things beauty, fashion, and each week I'm going to be talking about everything from life as a teenager to friendships, relationships, social media, and so much more. And I'm going to be joined by some amazing guests from social media stars to celebrities and even my own family to share their own private story. And I want you guys to get as involved as you can because honestly, I love hearing from you. So get in touch now with your latest stories, dilemmas and questions for us to work through together in this judgment-free zone. So welcome to my private story. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Ami Charlize's Private Story. I am here today with a superstar. I wanted a singer and I found the perfect one. I went to your tour not too long ago and it was amazing, but I'm here with Bella May. Sorry, I didn't even say her name. I'm just like, I went to her tour. I'm so happy to be here. Honestly, I'm so happy to have you. How have you been? So good. I'm so happy to be like back working, doing everything, you know. I literally love this. So for anyone that wouldn't know who you are, obviously we kind of just said you're a singer. Little intro. can we have a little introduction for you that might not know? So I'm Bella, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter. I write about literally everything and everyone. Not you, actually. I've never written about you. Yet. You're going to write about me as Lula soon. I'm going to walk out of here and be like, mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm a songwriter. And yeah, just live the dream. Rock you are then. living the dream. So I first met Bella. It was at your show. Was it at my show? Where was, where that was, was the show? That was my London show, which I like, closed off my first tour. Right, okay. So I went so and fun. saw Bella and it was me and Tallulah. Yeah. We got invited and we were so excited and we went in. And I was so late. I don't know why I was late. I remember uh, Tallulah was There really was actually early. a really specific reason. And you like bust through my dressing room door. You were like, oh my God. Hadn't you had maybe like a breakup or something? Oh my like, God. Literally that week. It was that, no, the day before. <laughs> and then I come to her tour wearing this top that's like hot ex-girlfriend club. No, that's your That's, that's mine. Your, your top like said something really On similar to that. And I was that. like, we're going to be friends. <laughs> I came in with this little chew top saying like... I can't remember what it was, yeah, it was something. something like and then I was like, yeah, I've had a breakup telling Bella all about it. This girl's really thinking <laughs> I'm about to go on show. Luckily, <laughs> shut up. I'm just telling her about my life. But I think with your music, it's quite relatable for girls and boys that are kind of going through breakups. You do talk a lot on 
love. I talk a lot on breakups. I honestly, not even purposefully. I think I just write them the best. Yeah, definitely. Like if I'm being like completely honest. And that is actually my thing with lyrics. Is I'm just so honest. I mean, one of your songs went viral with one that's like, Thank God. That was literally the iconic song. (laughs) So tell me about that because obviously that just kind of blew up. So do you know what? Actually, that song, the only reason I put that on TikTok was to prove that it wasn't going to go viral. Okay. So I was like days from pulling that song. And I was in Sweden actually with my A&R, who is like just one of my best friends at this point. We're pretty close. And we were like obviously away from like my team at the label and away from anyone that could like tell us don't do that. Yeah. Like put it on TikTok. And I was like, I just don't think that this is what people want from me. Cause I'd had three songs out, that was it. And they were all really fun and like upbeat and like poppy. And this was my first sad song that I was gonna put out. And I was like, does anyone want that from me? Yeah. Like, cause I I still had no idea. Like no. I was three songs into my career, that was it. And so we were like a good, I'm gonna say nine, ten weeks out from when we were gonna release, mm-hmm. which like is way too long to be teasing a song for. So I'm like very premature with this. And I'm like, do you know what? I'm just going to record it while I'm at the studio today in Sweden and put it on and it's going to flop. And we're going to be like, no one wants that from me. We can move on. And then I put it on and we were like, <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that was an instant like, wait, what? The song's not ready. The label's not prepped. We have no, like nothing in place. And we're like, Oh my God. Well, people want it. I bet everyone behind the scenes was like, Bella, what have you just done? But also... Like when you've got a song going viral, like it's kind of a very like, all right then. Okay. Like, you know, I'll fine. Don't worry, we'll rush it through. I don't even know if we've said the name of the song. Can On you purpose. just preface? Okay. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. one gets confusing because basically when I teased it, the bit that went viral was like, thank God you're just a part of my 20s. And then it's like, I don't want my daughters thinking it's normal. Because yeah. it's not a never will we will lovers. So because it wasn't like coming out at the time, I put for my future daughter as like the original sound bit on TikTok, you know, and you can name it. Yeah. So then everyone was calling it for my future daughter. The song's actually on purpose, but then in brackets we had to put for my future daughter. Because but otherwise I was like, like, no one's going to know that that is the one. But the anyway, TikTok yeah. vibe of it. But I just remember this song going viral and I was like, this is so good. And my sisters were sending Thanks. it to me like, yeah, we like this song. That's right. <laughs> I, didn't, I honestly didn't even know like Bella May was at Bella May and I remember when I got invited I was like this girl looks cool clicked on it I was like I freaking love this you know song. The song I'm yeah. so glad I was like <laughs> when you sung it live me and Sula were like singing our hearts out it's actually a really good one to just like scream in the car literally mm. it is one of them songs but yeah. yeah so basically guys I went to Bella's show just broke up with my ex um, mm-hmm. in an angry state clearly she was giving me therapy before she went <laughs> on stage poor girl and I remember Bella came and being like guys what dress do I wear me and Sula was like this one this one we was like did I go for outfits. the other one I don't know you did you did Maybe. go for the other one but that's, but that's fine. because it was like in a tiny size yeah you was like I can't breathe and I was like that's just wear like it the most stressful thing though because like usually if it's for like an event or something you just suck up yeah. you know yeah. do it but when you've got a scene you've got to think about these things honestly I don't know because how to do it did you see that Taylor Swift when she goes on tour she yeah. runs on a treadmill and does her entire three hour set on a treadmill to train for it she just gets unbelievably fit doing tour that doesn't happen to me because I drink red wine <laughs> she's <laughs> drinking tour. before and like after. if I've not got time to do a vocal warm up just no. a little red wine or two. Oh my god that <laughs> yeah. is actually quite funny but so with Taylor Swift have you got anyone in your world where you kind of look up to as in it could be a smaller singer it could be like a massive one like Taylor I've got so many like you look up to so many people for different reasons for sure who's Um, one in particular if you had to give one obviously Taylor's career is amazing especially because she came from country and I kind of came from country but we're both 
pop. That's yeah. me like relating Taylor in the same sentence. Like we're both pop, so we get <laughs> me each and other. Just know each other so well, honestly. Um, but I love her lyrics, and I love that she does pop. So like, the more I go through my career, the more I realize how amazing Taylor is. I feel yeah. like she's one of those people. And then I love Sabrina. Carpenter. I knew you were going to say that because I'm obsessed with her. Yeah, she's so Slender. good. <sighs> she, the way that she's just so sexy. And do you know she's what? So she's cool. just so elegant. Yeah. And I love it. So you released your EP mm-hmm. with all due disrespect. With all due disrespect. Yeah. Okay, which is like, it's such a mouthful to say. Like my whole team are like, can we just call it something easy? And I was like, no, because I've sold it to myself in my head that this is the title. I because, love that title. You know how everyone always says, with all due respect, before they say something disrespectful, they're like, with all due respect, yeah yeah, like whatever and I was like actually this person because like that EP was very much written about one person do these boys know we'll come on to that but pretty much yeah I mean it's hard not to isn't it yeah and I was like you deserve the disrespect like you're literally I'm gonna oh my god no no holding back yeah so yeah so like when you write songs about people do they ever kind of like come to you and be like is this about me so I don't know whether you have this but you know when you put something online like a TikTok or whatever. All the time. People are like, this is about me. I'm like, no, it's you... not. <laughs> like, what? I don't think about but you. But like, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, do you not blow things out of proportion for the sake of it? For the sake of the TikTok? Like, you might be feeling it, but also you make the like, caption or whatever. Like, you make it a bit, like a few notches up from what it was. Yeah. Because you got to get to the point on a TikTok. Like, you've only got like 10 seconds, literally, right? Literally. So like, yeah, it was maybe dramatized a few notches, but like I was, you know, crying on them and everything. And oh, then broken. like, yeah, he did reach out. And I basically was like, actually bumped into him at a party maybe like five months ago or something. Oh and goodness. I hadn't seen him since. I was like, I'm actually really sorry. Like, I didn't really think you would hear them. And he was like, it's kind of hard not to hear them when you post them on TikTok every day and they're like on the radio. <laughs> I was like, you know what makes I've me not laugh? thought about you in this point of view. I'm sorry. All the time, like if I post a TikTok about like a boy or even like with my ex, I remember like after we broke up, I spoke to him. Mm. Stupid decision. I was in like, you're not about something like you were just like chatting. We were chatting again. Mm. And I remember he was like, I see all your TikToks. And then he was like, the most annoying part is even if I don't want to see you, all I have to do is click on a website and your <laughs> face is all over it. But his sister loves pretty little thing. And I was like, ha, ha. But you also, have to see that. <laughs> what a great thing. Like, what that's amazing. We are just yeah, literally, what? I love like, it. That's what an amazing way to break up. Like, I would never want to do me wrong. I wouldn't want to do you wrong either. I wouldn't want to do myself wrong. Because you would just like TikTok what for you, life. You, one Get TikTok, ready with me whilst I tell you what that's you did. That's it. That's Honestly. they're gone. And me, write a song, done. What do you think <laughs> about when you write the songs? Is it completely your own scenarios or do you kind of like take inspo from other people's like breakups and stuff? Sometimes. Honestly, I do think that... You must make scenarios in your head that aren't Well, I all. write a song a day. At least a verse and a chorus every day. Can you write me a song? Yeah, cool. Thank you. Thank you. I can't <laughs> wait Like to. all my friends ask me that and then sometimes I'm like, well... What do you want it to be about though? Like how much I love you? Like what? <laughs> Me and Tallulah Metcalf song coming. <laughs> and Bella can sing it, but we'll just dance. And then a little music video of us. Which is me in the middle of it. Um, but yeah, no, I do think that you definitely blow things out of proportion. Like what I would say is, you know, if something's happening in my life, I'll get the feeling I'll be like, oh, I'm like annoyed at that. Like he hasn't texted me back in like 12 hours or whatever. Oh, you Maybe not 12, but like don't two. Me. <laughs> and then I'll like blow it out of proportion in my head. Like, oh my God, what if he's doing this? What if he's doing that? And then I'll actually imagine that that situation has happened. And oh. then I'll write the song about it sometimes, See, you yeah. know? 
if someone I'm like speaking to hasn't replied in an hour, I really do think that they hate me. Yeah. I always <laughs> like, think they hate the me. They probably found someone else by this point. They're definitely <laughs> They're with them right in. now. But you have got a new single coming. We have to talk about this. Yes. Is there anything we can know? I actually really think I'm going to be in my sad era for a minute. I don't oh. know why. Okay. Like, nothing is like crazy happening, but like I've just been like more emotional than normal. Okay. Like I've been writing a lot of sad stuff. I feel like my first EP was full of like very screw you, like I'm great, you're nothing. Like, yeah. That was kind of like the narrative. And then I just really got into writing sad songs. Like I'm not even like sad girl era, just like Adele. Like she's definitely not been sad for like all these years, but she writes a really great ballad and it's really like cathartic to do. I do think like sad songs are the way forward. I, I love, love listening to a sad song. Because I've recently like, I used to not be this person where like I couldn't cry without it really ruining my day. Whereas now I can cry and it just feels really great. Like, are you it like. It sounds a bit weird. <laughs> Should we be saying this? Like, just cry, it's fine. No, but like, it's really just like calming now. Okay. Like, you know, when you just like put on a sad song, even if you're like not fine. feeling it, and, and you then just, you just cry. Just have a little cry, and then you're like, oh, that felt great. <laughs> like, do you ever do that? Like, or I've I never sit been in my able room to and I'm do like, this before, and now I can. Or I just sit in my room and I'm like, I'm going to cry today. Mm. And then I think, well, I'll cry later. Gets the layer, and I'm like, watching the sad things I'm trying to make myself cry. <laughs> but you know, do you know what, what I mean? I that that release. Yeah, literally. It's so weird, is this kind of like but... a whole single on like being sad, would you say? It's very reflective. I also just feel like I've been in a very reflective like time where I don't know. I, I don't know whether you ever do this, but like when things have been going really well, yeah. sometimes I then start to like look back on certain things. Or and you I'm worry like, about the future as well. Yeah. Sometimes when everything's going so great, you think what's going to happen that's going to make this go bad. Yeah. yeah so so that's good. like the narrative really of the next one and maybe two is like reflective, kind of worrying if I've like made mistakes myself in right. like decisions I've made and like, who I am with and not with. So what is your relationship kind of, status? I actually never try and give like definite answers on relationship status. Not because I'm like Taylor Swift, but like- Secret. Can't tell, tell you. <laughs> but yeah. We... But I just write about everything. So like if anything happens, all you've got to do is go to my TikTok and you've heard like the entire argument is like very well documented. <laughs> right, okay, I've got you. So I never try to like say definite things. Do you know what I mean? I think I should start being like that more than going my talking it's stage also just and then Because if I'm like, yeah, I'm with this person and then like people find them and then they also, then every song I write is like, oh my God, they did this or that, whatever. And then if I'm like not with someone, they're like, oh, well, who is this about or whatever? And it's actually just easier, you know. It's even when I make like relationship me on videos the day. and they're Changes. like, oh, this is definitely about so-and-so, her ex-friend. I'm like, no. Do you know what? With me now, I've kind of learned to keep things a little bit more private. Mm. And I think it is hard. And especially when you're writing a freaking song about them. Here's me saying, oh, I'll keep it private whilst I post a TikTok. Like, well, this is the thing. I, like, I don't imagine. hold anything back in my songs. So I try to hold it back slightly when I'm talking. Yeah. Just because otherwise my entire life, I'd just be really anxious, I think, all the time. Do you know people, what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I know what you mean. That would be a bit of a hard... Especially because my like lyric style is so... Like, I will say exactly. <laughs> like, there's certain on. things I like. I'm like, do you know what? We shouldn't say this. No, but you do. <laughs> but you do. Sometimes, no. Like, really? Yeah. You also are quite raw and you talk about, like, insecurities as a girl mm. or as anyone, really. Mm. How does it make you feel knowing, like, people can kind of look up to you? Because even from watching some of your TikToks, like, you're very open and honest. Yeah. So I think for you, how do you kind of feel knowing 
like even as me, I listen to your songs and I relate to you so much. How mm. does it make you feel knowing other girls and boys listen to your songs and can kind of relate? It must be a nice feeling. I mean, it's really like, it's a really rewarding thing. Cause obviously being a songwriter at core is like my job now. Yeah. It's, it's a really amazing thing to be able to do to like articulate emotions that then like connect with people. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I try to remind myself of that all the time that really that is all I have to do is yeah. just be honest and like just be in tune with how I feel. And then what I've learned is by being as honest as I can be, you end up being the most relatable. Definitely. I would say. Definitely. Whereas like when you first start, well, I don't know about anyone else, but when I first started songwriting, like you're trying to write like a pop hit and you're trying to sound like Dua Lipa, or you're trying to sound like Tay or whatever. Oh, and like Tate really, McCray, I mean, I love her. I heard your cover of her the other day. I just love her so much. So good. She's so great. But like, so you good. know, even like Tay, like she's so honest with her lyrics and I feel like that is how you just become you yeah. as, a, as an artist. I mean, I really want to see you collab with someone like Tay. That would be so cool. So cool. Like, I feel like Tay or even Sabrina. Um, Sabrina, if she comes to the UK, she can come on the pod and we can have a little <gasps> sing song here with That'd her. Be Amazing. Can I come? Yeah, you she comes obviously. I'm not going to be the sing song in too much, Love am I? Her. I mean, when I was younger, I used to sing. I'll just pop up from behind the sofa with my guitar. <laughs> Queen with the guitar, I'd be like, hello. <laughs> Honestly, when I was younger, I did sing in lessons for like, I don't even know, a year, mm. year and a half. I sang Listen by Beyonce. Yeah, a classic. That was my main song. And then Take Me Home by Jessalyn. Oh. Would you take the wheel? <laughs> Do you like it? That. Do you like singing? I think for me, I was more of like the dancer. Okay. So I did dancing my whole life. And then like in that you'd have to do singing. And I remember I had to go on stage and I sang this song and my mum come off going, I don't think you should do any more of them. I was like, <laughs> oh. it was to um, Roxy in the musical. What's the musical? Chicago. Oh, okay. But going back to singing, I think you've had a bit of a bad relationship in the past, mm. just from your songs. Mm. So is there anything, obviously I don't really have to go into detail because I don't want to make you feel like uncomfortable, but was it your first love that kind of hurt you the most? Yeah, I would say so. Really? Yeah. How old was you in your first relationship? I got together with him when I was like quite young, like 15, 16. And then we were together until, really till I was living in London. So like what, 19? Oh my God, so quite a long time then. Quite a long then. time. Yeah, I feel like you grow up in that time as well. I mean, between those like ages, you're so different. Yeah, mm. literally. So would you say for you, that was probably your worst? And do you think mm. you relate most of your songs back to him or no? I feel like I do without realizing okay. definitely yeah like i actually live a really calm life which really? people do not think because my songs is like really aggressive Hectic. yeah I'm like, <laughs> like towards that person i'm like rah and then people i think think i live this like crazy life but i really don't so like i'm in the studio a lot and i work with a lot of the same people i have a core team and that's like your core team must know your whole life Everything. Yeah. Like things that they really probably don't want to know. <laughs> like, who are just going in there? Like, I'm guys. Like, honestly, and I like go into so much detail, and like my main two collaborators, which I do almost everything with, one has been in a relationship since she was, I think, 17. And then. Oh my God. My producer, he's been in, a, in his relationship since he was 16. So, like, neither of them have like experienced. Like, like heartbreak. heartbreak yeah and I'm oh there all the time like raging <laughs> and they're, they're like, like oh no who are we talking about here like have you got a specific like thing in mind and I'm like hmm it was him again yeah so how did you get into Hot Ex-Girlfriend Club actually it was an accident so I was teasing Boyfriend of the Year which was my first single yeah and it was the first time as well like 
putting something on like socials like on TikTok and that was like my first experience of having people message me and be like I really relate to this song like you've really helped me like, yeah and like as a songwriter like to hear that for the first time is like amazing You're, like wow I was crying my eyes out writing, writing this song yeah. you know and I remember saying in a reply like oh me too, girl. Like, welcome to the Hotties Girlfriends Club. And it was just like an off the tongue thing. And yeah. then they were like, oh my God, I love that. And then I kind of would say it a few more times. And then it really, yeah, became a thing. Like, it stuck. So um, can you explain to the people that don't know what Hot Ex-Girlfriend Club is? So, I mean, it's not like a sorority. Like, it's not like this absolute, like, club somewhere. But yeah. it's just like a phrase that I use because I think that, especially when you're young and you're a girl, I feel like being single is seemed as, like, this bad thing. That, yeah. like, you're not, like, oh, obviously no one, like, wants to be with me. Or, like, I can't find someone, like, that wants to be in a relationship with me or whatever. Whereas, like, really, I just wouldn't be able to find someone that I would want to be with. I'm choosing to be single. And it's, like, I love the idea of like a girls like club yeah because I'm like really into with my industry as well like supporting women in my industry and any industry like it's just super important I mean you've got like bags is it or t-shirts yeah t-shirt that says hot ex-girlfriend club on but you can actually purchase these can't you yeah I just think that's so cute their tops are actually really comfy and really nice so we love them wearing this top my mum's like like that one. I remember my sister's like, why didn't you get me one? I was like, I'm the single sister, so I deserve it. But I think it's time to play Pick and It. Okay. So for the people at home and for Bella, I feel like I've kind of explained it to her. But basically Pick and Ick is where I give Bella three topics and she gives me her pick and her ick. So that's like her favourite and her least favourite. So okay. first of all, a music artist is a pick and an ick for you. I feel like we should say Sabrina. For the pick, right? Okay. I feel like it would be bad if we've just done this whole pod and I'm like, mm, I think for me, else. yeah, Sabrina Taylor, they're kind of my two. Sabrina Taylor or Tay. Or Tay. Dolly Parton. I've got so many picks, you know? And then it's, I don't know. Bear in mind, like, the whole industry is like one tiny, tiny place. Like, oh everyone knows each other. So I can't say, like, anyone. You can't say anyone. Um, honestly, just some, like, a genre I'm just not into, like, metal. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could listen to, like, Slipknot. I don't even know who that it's is. It's like really, really heavy metal. What's metal? Like scream vocals. I don't like. know any of this stuff, I can't lie. Like, really? Is it like rock? I love the way that you just did that. Is it like rock? Yeah. Okay, so it's rock music. All right. <laughs> Clearly, I'm just how not educated. How would you describe pop in a hand gesture? And that's house. Oh. Oh, by the way, no. guys, I'm like pointing my fingers in the air. That's house music. <laughs> I don't know. Pop. 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 Little peace sign. Um, but for me, yeah, no, I... To be fair, don't really listen to many rock singers, so I'd have to say probably one of you guys. Yeah, it's like really, really, really heavy stuff. Like uh, yeah. extreme. So yeah. Ick. So moving on. Okay. Next one. Festival. Picking an it. Okay. Festival. I've not attended many festivals as like an attendee. Attender. Right. I've only actually ever been to like Reading, I think, as an attending person. Same. But Reading probably was my favourite to perform at. You performed at Reading? Yeah, were you there? I was there. Did I know that? Probably not. Did we meet? I hadn't met Imagine you by we this met point. and we're like, we just completely forgot I we hadn't met, met you at this point. Well, I was um, backstage, unfortunately. I wish I blooming was. Oh, we could have taken you there. Oh, please, come back. I'm going okay, next, next year, year, okay? we'll go. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I've not even booked that with my agent. <laughs> well, we have now. Agent, if you're listening, we're I'm going to call to them Reading. after this. But listen, I've got all the press lined up. We're going to have to get me a slot. Um, but yeah, Reading was really fun, especially because like 
the last time I'd been, I was 16 actually. And really? Yeah. So you've like, gone back in like a full circle? Yeah, I'd just done my GCSEs and I basically went and I survived for like 12 hours. That was it, I left. Did like, you? yeah, because I was camping and we'd got there a bit later. And so all of our friends were in like a separate field and yeah. they'd done their tent. So we were trying to find a, like a pitch for our tent, <laughs> set it up without these random boys around us. Anyway, at 9 pm, they set off these fireworks outside of our tent. Like, outside of my tent I'd be crying and I was like oh, can't do this like went to the silent disco have you ever been to a silent disco yeah I have I went Nothing. to the one at Redden yeah I went it's to fun that right one. it's really good and then you take it? your headphones off and everyone's like singing that really out of it's tune it's such so it. funny such an <laughs> anyway I did that until like 6am and got my dad to come and get me and I like was like I'm never coming back to a festival until I'm performing at it so this was my that was my first that year was her sign to do it well mm. for me I'd say my pick is probably Redden mm. and then one that I just don't think I'd go to I actually don't know any festivals that I wouldn't go to. I just think Creamfields isn't a bit of me because it's quite scary. Yeah. So unless I went with like Pretty Little Thing or someone, I don't think I'd probably go as like a (laughs) a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think anything that's too like hardcore on the partying, I couldn't do. No. Because I'd just be like, calm down. Yeah, like when all these men like, yeah, yeah, yeah. chill out a little. For the next one, we've got a fashion trend. Okay. I... Like, I feel like the bows right now are so you like cute. Bows? I, I love like the bow bows. trend. Like, we couldn't have seen that coming, but I'm so happy it's here. So am I. It's really sweet. I love Uggs. Well, also Uggs. I was talking earlier, what did we wear before Uggs? Like, what did we do with this outfit that we're wearing right now? Trainers. I know, but isn't it a bit icky? Like, now I looking back. I can't believe we even did You look like this. you were going to PE all the time. Yeah, do I do love mean? my Uggs, to be fair. I wear them a bit too I much. don't know what we do in the summer. Although I do love boots. Like, I love boots. Do you? See, I still love my trainers, though. I have so many pairs of trainers. Like, I love them. What would you wear? Like, you need to send me some... Off-whites are really nice. I have, like, no trainers. Jordans are really nice. I I wear, like, Yeezys with my leggings. That's it. Oh, I like Yeezys. But to be fair, you can't put them with, like, an outfit like this. Certain trainers just don't work, do they? Not Yeezys, but I think my off-whites would go well. But I'm just lazy and... Rather sit these on. Uggs. It does save you time. Yeah. It does it save does, you a lot of time. Them on. And, and then, they're always on my front door, so I'm just slipping them on. <laughs> <laughs> What's your least favourite? I feel like I'm at, I was going to say like a skinny jean, but I actually don't hate a skinny jean. I quite okay. like a skinny jean. Crocs. Oh, you don't like Crocs? I re- like maybe that's unpopular. Do you like Crocs? So actually, there's, it's quite specific you. why I hate Crocs, but I hate rubber on my feet. Like, or just rubber in general. Right, okay. You know, like a pool flow? Yeah. The squelch. I could physically throw up from the squelch. <laughs> okay, I that's a fair enough opinion. It. Like I was a really good swimmer from a young age because that made me like really ill. That sound I couldn't do Thing it. Thing is, for me, fluffy Crocs are the way forward. Okay, as so long as I didn't have to have rubber, that contact with the rubber, then you'd be alright. Thank you for your, you know, <laughs> input welcome. on my Crocs. But guys, we're going to move on to listener questions, which is basically you guys have asked me and Bella questions. We're going to answer them for you. If you want to be involved for the next week's Ask Me a Question, then all you have to do is DM me on at Amy Charlize's private story and we're going to answer four of your questions. So first question is, how do you deal with self-confidence? I think it's honestly a process of faking it over and over and over and over you again. Make it. And then now, like one day I was just like confident. Like I know that sounds bizarre, but it is kind of one of those things that you just have to fake. For me, I think like, yeah, fake it till you make it. But also it comes in waves. Some days I'm like really confident. The next day I'm oh, like, yeah. I just feel rubbish. Yeah. So I think for me, it's kind of like if I have a night spare, I'll do something like bath, 
shave my legs and tan. Okay. And the next morning, I just feel a little bit more fresh. Or there's not many things a tan can't solve. Oh, I know. A bit of fake, fake tan. tan is just the best thing ever. I don't sunbathe because I've got freckles. I sunbathe like so. To I'm the gods. like, yeah, I've always just been a fake tanner, and it's just oh. changed. So when you go on holiday, you fake tan. Mm. Never and then sit that. in the shade on a sunbed, yeah. Oh my god! Um, but also, I think that like with confidence, just realizing that nothing matters that much, as and well. no one's that interested in your life. I think we all have this thing where we think mm. everyone's watching us when we're doing something. No one's watching us. They're and watching I kind of come to the realization sure. where we're all so self conscious of ourselves, we don't look at other people. Mm. So I kind of have that mindset now. Even at the gym, I used to be so scared to try a new machine because I'd be like, oh my god, everyone's going to look at me. Yeah, no one's looking at you. No, everyone's too busy looking they're at their own looking muscles, looking at themselves, especially yeah. if there's a guy there in the mirror. Oh my god! I was Stop. in the gym the other day, and a guy like a fairly, you know, attractive man was singing out oh. loud on the treadmill. I recorded it. <laughs> I was that just was like secretly like... Story. Because what the hell? Yeah, no, that is quite funny. But anyway, <laughs> Stacey wants to know our makeup routines. I don't think we can go into too much detail because it's just a bit of like a... Oh, this could take me an hour. I don't have a makeup routine. And definitely my red flag is I do my foundation with my hands. Just use a like brush, no? I have a sponges, I have brushes. I just love the blend that you get from your hands. Okay, I do see it. I like warm it up a bit in my hands. Honestly, if you've never tried it, try it. Like, you are looking at me now and you're not gonna look at me the same way. I've got this weird it. thing where I have to wash my hands after everything I touch. So I'll be in my room, mm. I'll put my hand on the carpet, go to the toilet, wash my hands. Are you like, Germany? I'm not a clean freak because my room, you should see it, it's a mess. Okay. But I think it's just this thing where like, even in public, like I'll be in London, I get home and I have to full body shower. Oh, yeah, but dirty. London is gross. Like, I, I wash my hair every day because, Ooh. do you know what? No. I have I'm to. I'm once a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're my so different, I didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> we're the same I thought parts. we were the same. But we're for not. me, right, makeup, moisturise. First of all, actually, moisturise, SPF. Then I'll go in with the primer. Very important, the SPF. And then a little tinted moisturiser. Then concealer, then contour, then blush. Okay. Powder, Bosch. What's your favourite makeup product? Contour, One you couldn't live without, contour. but like specifically, what is it? Charlotte Tilbury's contour stick. What about you? Charlotte Tilbury's fantastic. My favourite makeup product is my Charlotte Tilbury airbrush powder. There you go. If I could recommend <gasps> any things, it was actually the R2 products that we've just said. Yeah, the powder is really, really good from Charlotte Tilbury. We smashed that question. Really smashed that. The next one is from Mia and she says, do you have any advice for looking after your mental health? I think self-care Ooh. days. Yeah. I like a self-care day. I love a self-care day. I love just turning my phone off as well. Mm, like, I can't do that. Yeah, but you know when you're like feeling really bad and then you go on social media and then everything just is worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're seeing everything that. that you're worried about or like... I just you... play block puzzle. Oh. I love like, on, it. A game? It's a game. Okay. It's like my calming thing before bed. No. <laughs> I, I love like that. Woman, I do you know what mine is? Wordle. I love Wordle. We I have a group Wordle. chat. My whole family have a group chat and like, all our friends join I don't really it. have anyone to play I against. can add you to the group chat. I would love My to have a Wordle friend. My nan puts on there every day. I'd love to have a Wordle friend. Okay, we Are can you add you. Are you good at it? No. Okay. Awful. Out of ten, do you think? Five. Okay, I would say miss. I'm about a six. So. Okay. We're not too far <laughs> off each other. It's fine. I'm going to add you to the family group chat okay, after great. this. Okay, um, great. How did you feel? This is from Fran. Okay. Fran says, how did you feel when you got a platform? I think I it comes with responsibility. Feel that much different for a long time because yeah. it's just numbers, and you completely are like desensitized to numbers. You mm. know, I think there can come quite a lot of pressure. 
The more yeah. it goes up, the more you think, oh my God. Like deep down, you're kind of thinking like, oh my God, I've got a million people watching me deep down. Mm. It can kind of be a bit scary and daunting. But I think for me, I'm always just quite like excited. Mm. I quite like it. I think it's quite cool. I think you have to like it. You have to like the pressure. Otherwise, you know, crack. You, yeah, you, you, wouldn't, you just crack. wouldn't do it anymore. I just think it's easier to not think about the numbers. Really? Do you not think? I mean... I think for me, I don't. Yeah. And like on videos, certain videos, I'd be like, you know when you think a video is going to do well and it doesn't, you're just a bit upset. Disheartened, yeah. Yeah, but for me, I try not. And yeah. I don't think I do that much, to be fair. So yeah. I think for me, if I was going to say anything, it doesn't get to my head in any shape or form as in like, oh my God, I got a million followers. Like, mm. It doesn't come to me like that. But I think in ways it kind of makes me think, right, I've actually got to crack down and be more responsible. Right. <laughs> okay, for the last thing we're going to do on today's app, mm-hmm. it's been a maze, but I have to ask you, have you got a private story? So basically, guys, for the people watching this, have you got something, Bella, that you wouldn't necessarily have told people, or maybe you haven't, it's just like a funny story that you kind of want to reshare. Mm, this is something that I made my best friend like not say for like so long because I was like so embarrassed. We're like, we can't say this. And right. then I think I got to a point where I did say it once, but we were at the Brits last year where bearing in mind, I don't even signed like mm, three months maybe oh at this point. Like I was new. You yeah, know, like should have been on my best behavior. You know, I didn't actually go to the Brits. Brits, I just went to the after party. But like, I'm a bit fangirling. So like, my stylist got me this like amazing dress, and it was green. It was huge. I had feathers like all over it. Like a one-off. Like couldn't buy it. Yeah. So I, know, I looked like a peacock, like a great peacock, but I looked like a peacock. And then we're at this party. I don't drink that much. Okay. Like because I ju- just don't, and I'm actually allergic to vodka. Are like, you? Really just like I'm well with like one tiny sip of it. Oh. Like always. That's bad. So I am red wine like is 22, name. by the way. <laughs> she is 22. She is 22. Yeah. So we're at this party and then one of my team pulls me over and they're like, oh, I want to introduce you to Lewis Capaldi. <gasps> Obviously he's such a legend. So I'm like, okay, I'm ready with this. I get the hiccups. I think I was nervous. I get the hiccups. So my best friend pulls me aside and she was drinking a vodka lime soda. I just didn't think about what was in the cup. She was like, drink this upside down. Because we were like, he was about to pull me over to have this chat. So I'm like sipping this like upside down. Get pulled over, have the chat. It was fine. Like he was just like, was he nice? so Scottish. Like the most Scottish person I've ever met in my life. Oh. And then we walk out. We like go into the place after. I've had this vodka sip like 10 minutes before. You know, like walk out, get pictures on the way out. Like I was fine. Get into the car. And I was like, oh my God, I don't feel well I don't think I can make it so I text my best friend I was like tell my manager to pull over and we're gonna just go home or like we're just gonna I can't go to the club and then literally about 10 seconds later I'm like I'm gonna be sick so I had to decide whether we were in this like gorgeous like tour bus thing and he was like and I was like I'm gonna have to be sick on the car I'm gonna have to be sick on myself so I just had to be sick like on myself on this like peacock dress (laughs) I bet your stylist Huge. hated you after So that. she actually has never, ever found out about this. Because oh. Did you get <laughs> I, I sent it to dry cleaning, said that I, I'd had a canopy spilled on me. It was going to be a day late returning. And, it, and I was like, I don't know whether it's going to come back fine or not. But it came back fine. Oh, my God. And I never told anyone. And Lewis Capaldi was nice, I'm hoping. Oh, yeah. For he made it worth it. He made it worth it. Because okay, I've actually got like a phobia of being sick. That was a very traumatic night for me. My first Brits, met Lewis, sick. And on a peacock dress. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much for coming on. Honestly, it's been so good to have you. Thanks for having me. And I can't wait to see Bella.
go on tour again soon. Please I'll come. I'll be there. I'll be there. Front row with Tallulah Metcalf again for the third time. I love no how we do. always double name her. Like, I don't know another Tallulah. I know. I and know. we're like, like Tallulah Metcalf. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Amy Charlize's Private Story. It's been so much fun. Please, please make sure now that you're subscribed to us on YouTube as well as following us on Spotify or your podcast app of choice. And make sure to like, comment and leave a review. And please, please get in touch now with your stories, questions and dilemmas. I love working through them with the guests and I can't wait to see more of your questions. To get in touch, please DM us on Instagram at Amy Charlize's Private Story Now. As well as if you want to see more content across all platforms, you can follow us on Instagram, Snapchat and TikTok. So thank you for listening and watching. Bye. Bye.